0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another installment of iZombie Radio, Season 2, Episode 2. I am Blaze, one of your hosts, and I am here with my two awesome co-hosts, Chris and Sean. So, Chris, how are you doing tonight?
1: Uh, Doing pretty well, man. It's, uh, excited to talk about some iZombie. It's a little bit more of a, a relaxing night for me because, uh, the show I used to review, No Tomorrow, went off, uh, finished its season last week, so not as much writing tonight. So uh, yeah, I'm just happy to happy to talk about Izombie with you guys, and we're getting closer. We're getting closer to April 4th. I'm I'm pretty pumped. So
0: that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah, every day's a step closer. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I think my it's... shows are coming back though. <laughs> oh, for reviews,
1: yeah. Well, I'm just I guess I'm just thinking like you know which you're you're gonna probably mention we were just talking about it off air like seeing like you know seeing Rose in the sizzle reel for the CW it's and getting all this like info that we talked about last week it's just like it's it's finally gonna be here which I'm pumped about
0: yeah and then Sean how are you doing I know you said you uh, just started up school again recently but I hope you're hanging in there
1: I'm in day two right now I'm (laughs) counting down the days already uh Basically, I'm gonna be watching a lot of TV this semester. A lot of TV. Oh my sounds god! Like I just realized how much TV for uh, homework. I wish I had. <laughs> uh, That's well, cool. I have know? to like dissect it. Like, I mean, this week I gotta watch an episode of Seinfeld and critically f- dissect that one, and a few Maybe. other things. I mean, uh, that sounds.
0: That, that still sounds pretty cool. <laughs> dude yeah that's that,
1: i i dig that right that's like man. that's that's reminding me of just like that's reminding me of my film classes back in college and just uh i miss i miss that being what i had to do every week was like we <laughs> want you to write this like four page paper about a film okay sure no problem i can I'd do it the night before four be pages why don't we up it to yeah, 20 right, yeah yeah for <laughs> me it's like seven to ten <laughs> on a good day uh for every week no not every week i have about 250 words a week that i have to write for two of my classes each so got it got it okay yeah no that's that's the thing because that's why i think i guess like the four page thing was just like in it was like an every week like okay guys we're watching this movie and then next week the papers due and it was just a constant thing so i guess my my professor was like we're not gonna he wasn't gonna be a jerk and be like Yeah, I want you to write a 10-page paper every single week. No, that 10 to 12-page paper is a research paper on, like, a genre of TV, and I already have it set aside. Like, I already underlined which one I'm doing. Like, I wrote it down on the syllabus
0: today, and I'm like, and there's my final paper. Done. You should just, like, go in. You should just go in and walk up to to your teacher and be like, Hey, teach, catch me outside. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) For the memers out there.
1: Oh, God, my teacher would just be confused and go, "Huh?"
0: That's that's go kind of down. go sit down. <laughs> that's
1: that that's kind of where I'm at right here. I feel like I'm not in the know with my memes. I Learn guess. your uh,
0: memes, Chris.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'll hook you uh, up later. Yeah, I was gonna say you're gonna have to send it to me later. I was I was too busy today, reading over all the Oscar all the Oscar stuff. So, but uh, that's another conversation for another time. So, back yeah. to you, Blaze.
2: But <laughs> yeah. other than that.
1: Other than that,
0: I'm hanging in there, so... There you go. We'll see where this goes. So, in terms of uh, news this week, there honestly wasn't any. The little tidbit we got, um, not even news, just more of a heads up, I guess, for CW fans and iZombie fans. Um, as Chris kind of briefly brought up in our intros right there, um, the CW released their 2017 sizzle reel, Um Obviously including highlights and little clips from all of the returning shows um, for twenty seventeen. And Or like it, them just standing around. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's not even like a really it's, the it's only like, one in motion. Otherwise, it's like, hey, do a quick model pose a us in this like unrelated, uh, possibly unrelated set unrelated, possibly unrelated But, yeah, I mean, it's always awesome to see iZombie being included in that. And even on, like, the CW, uh, I I don't know what this picture, uh, I don't know what it necessarily is, but it's almost like it looks like their header or their, like, display cover um, for 2017. That seems to go with the sizzle reel, and uh, Liv is also on that. Um, So it's cool. I mean, it's nice to see... um, I zombie getting a little more attention. How do you guys how, how do you feel about it, Sean?
1: I'm just glad it's getting attention.
0: Yeah. It yeah. felt
1: like it was a bit of an underrated show. Its first season and a half, it really only started picking up like huge crowds around mid-season season 2.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I don't know why?
1: It just felt like that to me.
0: I I I mean, I, I'm with you. I definitely feel like it's it's definitely only been growing in popularity um, but yeah i don't know it definitely hit a late stride kind of um chris what are your thoughts yeah
1: same i mean i'm i'm hoping i think i kind of mentioned this i think i mentioned this last week or maybe on a on one of the shows before 2016 ended but with um with just with how uh, the time it's taken off, but with both seasons being on Netflix, I'm hoping it kind of has that viewer resurgence that the, uh, that the hundred had. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm also hoping to that, like, because I still remember, I think this was at 2015 comic con when Rob Thomas said basically like the CW kind of wanted, like, they didn't really care so much about the specifics of the show, but they wanted that look of live from the comics. Um, uh, from the iZombie comics they were like that girl we want that look and that was kind of going to be like the the pull for the show the, the kind of thing that made people go oh that's different so mm-hmm. even maybe if people are just seeing you know Rose in in the makeup and the wig and everything and kind of going iZombie like what's that I'm hoping it just sparks people's interest because I've seen so much even during um the TCA press tour which we were talking about even critics being like Oh, and now it's the panel for iZombie, a show I've seen a few episodes of and should watch more, and I'm like, Yes, you should. Like everyone should so yeah, so is this Sizzle Reel really gonna do much for it? Probably not, but you know what? It's it's one of the CW's best shows, so to, at least it's in, at least it's included.
0: Yeah. Just uh, remind people that it's there. Yeah, right. And I feel like also and excuse Don't me free. excuse me if I'm completely wrong about this, but it's like you also, I feel like, Chris, sort of to add to your point about, like, hopefully people are seeing it on Netflix and kind of seeing the look, you know, of live and everything. Um, yeah. And it's like, you know, we have the Vampire Diaries. We have the Teen Wolves. Like, we – but for me, this is really, like, I feel mm-hmm. like this is – and I don't watch either of their shows. But um, regardless, I feel like, you know, iZombie is sort of the zombie show aimed at the same demographics, in a way, I, 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 I
1: definitely. That's not a bad way of looking at it, for sure. So
0: I don't um, know. I mean, like fans of like we obviously have like the Walking Dead and other zombie shows, but I just feel like fans of, um, like supernatural dramas that are, you know are uh, heavily character based. It, it definitely well, fits that sort of mold and genre.
1: Oh, I think I think the other thing is too is like. You know, and I and I'm hoping people who watched Veronica Mars have come to this because it's very much. If you see, I've only seen a few episodes of Veronica Mars, but Liv is very similar to
0: very Veronica-y.
1: Veronica. Yeah, I and mean, that's just Rob Thomas's style of writing. I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Um, he's just really good, but yeah, I I agree. I think it is kind of that that fun kind of that fun kind of take. Mm-hmm. on something i think it's just like anything where like the vampires diaries came out right right around when twilight was out and true blood was mm-hmm. out and pe- and people were like do we need another vampire show now you know not to get too far off topic here but the vampire diaries for me at least in its early seasons was something that kind of took the vampire genre and and did something new and fun and inventive with it and i really liked it and i'd say the same thing for iZombie, where it's like came out we have the walking dead we have all these other zombie shows and everyone's kind of like god damn it do we really need another zombie thing and then this show comes along and it completely flips everything on its head and i think it does you're right in a way that it does speak to maybe the younger viewers sensibilities like People who are in, you know, in their 20s like us or teens or mm-hmm. whoever. I think, I mean, honestly, I think it's just if you like good writing, you like this yeah. show.
0: I almost want to call them, too, They're like, approachable supernatural shows in that, like, you can watch, like, and again, I don't watch either of the other shows, but I'm pretty sure it's safe to say, you know... You're, in these types of shows, you can you can get that like light supernatural um, feeling without being like oh, okay, I'm gonna watch zombies like ripping people apart and eating them, or vampires like biting people in the neck and transforming them, or draining their blood, and you know werewolves just killing lots of people. Um, uh, you yeah, know, it's not it's not extreme like supernatural horror or anything. Um, like the like the origin of these characters the supernatural yeah
1: yeah it's definitely it's definitely violent but it's like not it's not not any no yeah it's nothing I think that would you know really put people off too much but um yeah I mean and I just again I hope if anything it just sparks people's curiosity
0: yeah and uh so with that we're gonna again light you know not too much news out but uh, with that, we'll roll right into our two-episode reviews for the week. So, we'll kick it off with Season 2, Episode 2, titled, Zombie Bro. Um, This was the episode where Liv eats the brain of a uh, murdered uh, frat brother, and, <laughs> you know, she gets to play probably one of my, if not my favorite role, um... In the entire series that we see her do. Um, otherwise, you get things in this episode like uh, Blaine meeting with his father, right? Yes. And, um, I just wanted to make sure I didn't like completely mix up one old dude character with another.
1: No, no, no. I just was trying to remember because we did two and three. I was trying to remember <laughs> if his dad was in episode two or episode three. I'm trying to remember, but...
0: Episode two. Yeah, it is, it is. Episode two. Okay. I know. Okay. And, um, and then also Ravi, um, Ravi and Major try to uh, scientifically research Utopia. So, in the uh... worst way possible. <laughs> so Chris, what were your thoughts on Zombie Bro? Oh,
1: Zombie Bro. Well, I still remember this was one of um, one of the episodes in uh, from season two when I was reviewing it that I gave. I'm pretty positive. I'm not going to go back and check right now, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm pretty sure I gave it 5 out of 5 stars because to me it just it was that perfect balance of what um Eye Zombie is, which is you know, it's like it's kind of how we were saying a few minutes before it's fun supernatural or or sci-fi um type storytelling, but it's got it's got humor, it's got heart, and um it just Everything was kind of working here. And what also impressed me uh, was, again, just how much they're able to
0: pack
2: into yep. one episode. Dude, that's, that I,
0: is what I am 100% noticing with every one of these. I'm like – I'm sitting here and I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, they introduced this in episode two?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was just like – and that, I think that's the thing is so many times shows can feel bloated with with storylines or with characters. And IZombies always done a nice job of, of balancing that. And um I really I, I really love obviously the brain in this episode's hilarious. Uh, you know, and, and Rose just yet again kills it. And you can kinda you can just tell how much fun she's having
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, with this one. And uh and so there's just there's really like a lot to love. And even too, the um the case in this episode um, I'm sorry if I'm like stealing everybody's points here, but the, but the case in this episode too, is just like, it's a nice kind of twist that you don't really see coming. Um, cause you have the, the, go- the, the college student with the same name introduced in the beginning of the episode. And even me, even me rewatching this, I kind of remembered, but I was like, I kind of was like, all right. Yeah. They just did that as like a fun throwaway thing. I think
0: well, I think it's also fun because they they also they play on probably the majority of people's general stereotyping of Greek life and Frapros.
2: yeah like you I don't think like I... do
0: you ever doubt that this like you said you know you had trouble remembering but it's like you I mean I remember when I was watching this for the first time and I was sitting there and I was like all right like this this I mean I'm not gonna use my actual language but I was basically, like, this jerk, you know, like, okay, what what did he do, basically? Like, how does this play out? What did this guy...
1: St- yeah, well, especially because, I mean, uh, neither you or I in college uh, were a part of Greek life, and, and Sean, I don't believe you are. No, not at all. <laughs> I didn't think so, but... Uh, do you guys think I actually have time for that nonsense?
0: I, didn't, I believe I, in nah. your partying skills. I was about to say, Sean, we could we, your we, abilities we could... to go all night long. Right, could... San Diego Comic Con. I forgot about
1: that. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say we could we could share stories. But, Hashtag uh... raise the bar. Two K seventeen. Oh jeez. Uh... As long as there's an open bar, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, I think Blaze. I at least can speak for myself because one of my other, uh, one of my other best friends is part of a frat. These dudes definitely like yeah they're stereotypical in a way but they also they're not too far off from the real deal.
0: No yeah absolutely. Um, yeah no I think and like you said I think that's just the show again continues to be intelligent and um, and calculated. I think like Chris I also want to mention like you touched really on the, all of the um, on how like the episode this is one the i zombie at its best because of its ability to like deliver a good and mysterious case of the week but also be fun and playful with its brain and on top of that i would even add this episode gets pretty emotional because even at the end dude we see with major like his addiction starts and yeah. and, it, and it's the combination of, so one rewatching i was like mm, i was like I forgot about how Ravi basically like indirectly and unintentionally like gets Major addicted to the dr- or like you know like introduces him to physically having the drug and yeah. also but just like the pain of like now sort of again rewatching and like you I understand like Major's addiction at this point like just the fact that he is burying becoming a murderer and yeah, this is the one. And he finally found something where he can just let all of the secrets, all of the guilt, like everything that sucks about his situation. He like basically finds an outlet, and all you know, although it's not the right outlet. Um, it's sad, like it's actually like
1: it's by far one of the worst outlets.
0: Yeah, no, and it's and it's upsetting to see this guy, you know, who does have a lot going for him. Um, well,
1: and and I think that's a a pretty big deal. And Sean, I want to sh- toss this point over to you too. Cause it's like, you have that moment with, with major, you know, he throws out Liv's phone and is like, you know, they're watching they can Hear you. Yeah. They can hear. <laughs> exactly. They're, they're, they're always listening. And then he also has, you know, they have the moment together in the bathroom where, you know, where he's just like, don't go. And he lays down. And and you do kind of tell that like he's doing this all for all for her, mm-hmm. and in a way, and a way that kind of I mean again I'll open it up to you guys like that kind of almost makes it it's it makes it better that we know Major is doing these things uh, for a reason, but it makes it all the more heartbreaking. Yeah, you know? no. like it's horrible that he has to go to these lengths just to keep her safe. Because he's under the thumb of Von De Clark. At any moment he can just lift that thumb up and live goes bye bye.
0: hmm No, exactly. And and what's even worse is how like and this is really where like you see through all of the the BS that Major sort of does end up taking this season in that he like he never you know he didn't he nec- didn't necessarily want to become a zombie and live made him one yet he's still willing to like you know do everything in his power and like basically deal with being blackmailed just to save her and like, yes. basically protect yeah. but my issue
1: with this again though as as much as i get it i still hold issue with this and i'll never it's like Dude, you just got so pissed off at Liv for like lying to you and saying that she was protecting you, and now you're literally falling into the same thing. And like, that's kind of Major's character in a way. Like, he he has to protect people; it's built into his DNA. Mm-hmm. You know, he he was that way with the kids. He al- he's, he always is that kind of way. I I I get that, but I'm just still I'm all anytime I'm watching this, I'm just like, dude, just tell her. Just tell her you guys can work together against Vaughn, but, but then we'd have a much shorter season. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, and, and I definitely get what you're saying, but I also think like.
1: He's also too. He's also so hurt by her too.
0: Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Is he's definitely dealing with this like love hate relationship uh, with Liv right now, and also the fact that you that he has no idea whether he's kind of being, like, bugged or not, or, like, listened in on now. I also feel like he just... I feel like he just doesn't trust anyone, but he still cares about everyone, obviously.
1: Oh, definitely. It's just... Yeah. I'd I'd
0: agree. I'd
1: agree.
0: But, Sean, did you have any uh, other thoughts on this episode or any other points that you wanted to bring up or touch on?
1: Well... One thing with the casting of the actual drunk driver who killed the murderer's dad, uh, his actor's actually in a game that I recently played, as recent as last year. Um, it was Quantum Break with one of the uh, Ashmore brothers. Which Ashmore?
0: I can't uh, I tell you off the top Sean, of my head. Sean
1: Iceman? I think it was Iceman. Yeah. Iceman and Littlefinger. <laughs>
0: Yes, I'm
1: sure Sean dying. Ashmore. Yeah, Sean Ashmore and then Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. Uh, he played one of like the tech dudes. He was a big part of the TV show that came along with the game, so I just remember that watching this because I didn't put two and two together until I rewatched this episode. Because the episode came out before the game did.
0: Hmm. That's kind of a cool connection, though? Like, looking back?
1: Yeah. Uh, definitely. Yeah, definitely.
0: And
1: I, I, I just, sorry, please, not he's co- no? I just think, like, just all, like, the, I don't know, I just, all the different, like, all the different lines that, like, this is another one of, like, where Liv just has all those, like, all the great lines, or even, like, you know, the prank she pulls on Ravi, and um, I don't know. There's just like, there's just so much, again, this that this episode is just like firing on all cylinders with. Um, I don't know. There's just like, it's just, uh, it's a lot of, it's a lot of good stuff.
0: Well, because, I mean, on top of that, and nobody really did expand on this. Um, but again, and we even, again, we have Blaine, like, kind of reconnecting with his father and introducing us to that character as well.
1: And and also mentioning um and also mentioning Stacy Boss.
0: Yeah, well okay, and then I even literally as you brought that up, I was also gonna say, um and we I completely forgot to bring up this scene where Blaine he goes to the um the police officer or agent. I forget what um kind of what pull the guy has. Uh he's he's the he's the DA. Okay, he is if it, So he shows up. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's he's yeah he's the
1: zombie.
2: Even with that
0: in this episode, I forgot that Blaine completely makes his sort of official first move on Stacy Boss,
1: which that yeah, which then later leads leads him to to Peyton. Yep. I I honestly forgot about that too, which is making me like that storyline a little bit more in hindsight. uh, Because I think when I watched it in season. Two, I kind of forgot that he even talked to the DA, and then him being a part of it kind of just felt random. But uh, yeah, I I agree. And um, <laughs> also, no, I was just looking up lines from the episode. The the other, I mean, there's a couple live ones I want to bring up, but also I forgot. Ravi has the one line. Uh, one line to Major. It's like you brought you bought a hand grenade uh, or you bought a yes. grenade out of the trunk of a car. How can you not figure out how to buy drugs at a nightclub? Yeah, dude. Uh, That one's It's two different skill sets. I know. I can get you a bazooka at cost.
0: Exactly. And then I love also how after that they almost, like, keep the club joke or, like, this club subplot running. And they have Robbie start dating or, like, semi-seeing, like, the girl he met at the club.
1: Yeah, yeah, dude. And him listening to his voicemails.
0: Yep.
1: And to, and then there's the whole thing too where like there's some great major Robbie stuff in this episode where he he calls Robbie's beard Princess Sparkles after Liv uh like paints his face and does all that and then writes fart on his forehead. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah. And then the the part that's still it's one of my favorite deliveries from Rose ever. It's like the stupidest line, but it's when uh, when um, Clive is talking to her and it's like he's like, you're like that box of chocolates in Forrest Gump. I never know what I'm going to get. She's like, she's like, you're getting chocolate, (laughs) brah. It's it's just it's the way she says it. And I I was I was sitting here by my, you know, in my room watching the episode again uh, yesterday. And I just I just audibly I had to pause it. I just audibly like broke out laughing again. Forgot how good it was. Um, yeah, it's just... Again, it's just really good. Even... Oh, God. The way it goes to, like, the act break... The act break when, like, the... When Brody or whatever the frat guy's name is goes like,
2: Damn!
1: and things, It's just, like, there's so mm-hmm. many little... I could... Yeah, I mean, there's just so many little funny parts to this episode. And it's... It's kind of unfair that we're also doing episode three this week. Because episode three is also, like, good. But mm-hmm. it just... it. It doesn't hold a candle to yeah, this. exactly. <laughs> um, so, but uh, that might be a nice segue anyway. Yeah, uh... <laughs> absolutely.
0: So, um, so yeah, with that, we'll move on to episode three of season two, which is titled uh, Real Dead Housewife of Seattle. And this episode um, focuses on Liv eating the brain of a trophy <sighs> wife in the area. Um, after we witness her be murdered by a man posing as, um, uh, realtor. Um, and on top of this, this episode sort of, uh, expands. This is the episode that I think really, really, um, starts to, I guess, include and incorporate Von Du Clark like, a lot more. Um. Yeah. Especially, at least on, like, the personal level, um you kind of i feel like this episode is really where they say like this guy's going to be the main antagonist or like one of you know like he basically this guy's going to be around all of the season um and on top of that Peyton comes back so um Sean why don't you kick us off with this one what did what do I mean looking back you know on real dead housewife of Seattle um Do you remember? Do you have any, like, points Uh,
1: Yeah, because I remember watching this with my girlfriend when she was binging through the season. Sorry, I'm actually trying to plug my phone in at the moment because I brought my phone charger with me to school today. Uh, (laughs) So I remember this being one of her more favorite episodes because she, she jokingly makes fun of those Real Housewives shows all the time. So this was a funny little nod to that for her. Um, but it was just kind of interesting seeing... Because this was the episode where, for a good chunk of it, after Rose ate the... Well, after uh, Liv ate the brain, where she didn't have to wear makeup or a wig. Hm. Uh, like, Rose didn't actually have to, like, wear the zombie makeup or the wig, if mm. I'm not mistaken. Where she looked uh, most for human. No, she she still had... It's like a different style of hair, but it's definitely still... A wig. Still, yeah, that's. Uh, that's it's later. the most. Okay. Well, no, no, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. It's just uh, you. You are right with that. That happens later in the season, though, when she goes undercover at um, Max Rager. Okay, right. Okay, I'm getting Real Rose mixed up with Real Rose again. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> sorry, Cause... keep going,
2: man.
1: I just wanted. I wanted okay. to make sure... Wanted to make sure you knew you weren't going crazy. You are right. It does happen, just not this episode. Oh, God. Most of season two is kind of a blur to me. So trying to pick out specific moments, especially when I haven't had the chance to watch the episode, which was my bad. That's I've had okay, a dude. I crazy... had that
0: problem for 2011.
1: Crazy, crazy <laughs> two days at school with little to no time for much... Of anything, Like, I had to watch the last episode that we talked about on my walk home from a club meeting. Like, I downloaded the episode from Netflix onto my phone and watched it as I was walking. Not advised, because that's how you get hit by a car, car kids. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you end up as roadkill. And not the fun kind. No. But, um... It's definitely not as interesting. Like the brain isn't as interesting to me as the frat boy brain was. Um, because that was just, that was just fun to watch. This was more of a, you know, I already had to deal with this, like, cause it's sort of like a lot of the other shows that I have accidentally watched in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because channel flipping before I had a set, like group of shows that I watched, and so I just was not really all that into, at least, the the case. Uh, I was more interested in, you know, everything else going on with uh, Major. Because mm-hmm. Major actually seemed to be more of the focus character this time around, in my opinion. But that's also because I was ignoring the real plot.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. <laughs> I think, like, looking back on this one for me as well, like you said, sort of how you, like, your girlfriend was into all of the... Um like, making fun of the housewives and stuff, and, like, I've had exposure, um, to, like, all those types of shows, and obviously just being on the internet and everything, but this time I definitely picked up more on the, the amount of detail they go into with it, between, like, even just scenes, like, when they have the two, um, friends of the deceased woman in the precinct to, um to like get their stories. And basically they're both just like lying individually, you know, and like backstabbing and trash talking each other behind, like behind each other's backs. Um, And it's just like the back and forth cuts between when they're both uh, talking to Clive and Liv. Like it's a, it's a lot of fun throughout. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. The editing with cutting back and forth between that was phenomenal. Like I love,
1: loved seeing those cuts. Now that I actually notice them a lot more wonders of being a TV major. <laughs> you notice
0: everything. Yeah. I love it. Um, Chris, what do you think though? Um, about I Sean's so... about this episode and how about Sean's idea that a uh, major is more of the focal point.
1: He definitely is in this episode or it's at least, I would definitely say 50, 50 more so than a lot of other episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I actually liked this episode more rewatching it this time than I had in the past. Um, which was, which was kind of, which was kind of cool because Zombie Row was such a high that going, even going to rewatch this, I was like a little worried. I was like, oh, oh man, like, is this gonna, you know, is this gonna be as kind of a, a, kind of be a letdown as much as I thought it was when I originally watched it? Not that it's a bad episode, but it's just... It's just nowhere kind of near that quality, um, but no, I actually I really like this one um, this time, and I think I think the like you know the brain itself is is pretty fun. Uh, it's I think more it's not even so much that the brain is fun. Again, it's one of those things where it's just Rose kind of just seems like she's having a blast playing it, and that's kind of infectious. You know, even if it's like a brain, I'm a little less interested in just her kind of. I guess enthusiasm for the role mm-hmm. kind of comes out on screen and work and works really well. Yeah, and then you just got Major being the king of bad decisions by sleeping <laughs> with Gil- but sleeping with Gilda slash Rita.
0: Dude, it's not that, him, it's the you.
1: Yeah, dude. I mean It's the uh, super
0: you, man.
1: Yeah, right. But uh but yeah, but um
0: Hey dude. Major's just living to the max. Yeah, right. Oh but, good Lord.
1: Oh man <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't and and you also, too, you have his and, like, Liv's confrontation, which, yep. like, which, I don't know, like, what did you, I really like that scene, I think, honestly, that might be my favorite scene in the whole episode, but, like, what do you, what do you guys think, like, because this is really, it's only episode three, and now already the stories are kind of starting to collide, which I think's bold and also really cool.
0: Yeah, that's what, know? I agree with you, like, I felt like this episode, it's definitely a lot more fun than I remember, um, compared to the first watch, but, but yeah, like I said, for me, this episode really cemented just how, um, one, how much of a mastermind and sort of, like, um, overseeing villain Von Duclark was going to be for the long term, and yeah, like, yeah, and then finally between, like, between the stuff with Major, his, him um and Liv's confrontation and then even the decision to bring back Peyton in this episode um it, it's all it, again it shows you how everything is like really connected and how um it's going to i guess organically grow like that um sort of as if like in the with the idea that um for every move one character makes it is pretty much almost guaranteed to impact Everybody else in some way, which I I don't know that we've necessarily seen um, before with the show, at least like not um, not as majorly, not as like, oh, crap, like this is all going to have a whirlwind of an impact kind of.
1: I'm just glad someone remembered her birthday. I'm just glad that Peyton <laughs> was the one who remembered Liv's birthday. Well, that's that's the other thing that again, this time around watching it, I was surprised just how much of an emotional impact. Like you finally, like you feel it a little bit in the first couple episodes, but you really feel like kind of how isolated Liv is, mm-hmm. and it it packs a punch. And then again, yeah, when she sees that that cake there, and it, and I kind of forgot too, because like for some reason I thought and now I remember that she and Peyton don't actually meet up face to face until the beginning of the next episode. But I thought, like, they, that she actually, like, Live actually saw her bring the cake over, like, and in my mind I was like, wait, so Peyton, you went and saw Ravi? And, uh, like, first? I was like, come on. And then I, and then the scene, uh, you know, the scene with uh, with Rita and Liv happened, and I was like, oh, that's right. She came and waited, and Liv wasn't there. Uh, yeah, and I, I'm... I kind of like, too, that they don't really make, like, a big deal about her, like, returning. Like, you know, they don't try to, like, it's like, oh, she was on sabbatical. Like, you know, the case app or the – I got Mm -hmm. the call from the DA and I'm back because we know the real reason, too, was, like, you know, Ali Mishaka wasn't sure if she was going to be able to come back to the show or not depending on, like, what her status was going to be. And so I'm glad that they were just, like, all right, cool, quick, easy, write her back in. Let's get this going. And, like –
0: yeah, um, and even, like, and even how they handle it with Robbie and how, like, when, um, I forget if it's in this episode or at the, like, towards the end of the, of episode two, um, sort of when they reveal Peyton on TV at the press conference. Is that this episode? Regardless. That's in,
1: that's in like, the middle of, uh, this episode. Yeah,
0: okay, so, um, but even with that, when, um, him and Liv talk about it, like, she's back, and Robbie's just kind of, like, and, lives kind of like why aren't you freaking out like she left you too and how robbie's just like yeah you know like obviously there's sort of like weird feelings there he's like but i'm over it a little bit and and like obviously he's not fully over her um as we find out but um but either way i like that they kept like you said chris they just kept things loose there and uh they didn't like overthink it i guess well no and
1: and and they leave it open like they kind of leave it open where it's like are they gonna get the back together mm-hmm. or like are they not' Cause like Ravi Ravi really doesn't seem to make it like it's a big deal, and you know, and um, yeah, it's good, and it's just again, it's just good good to see Peyton like back so early early on in the season mm-hmm. um and, because I think the sh- the show definitely loses something without her and in and in season two, I think her presence really adds a lot. Like, that's why I think it was so important that Ali Mashaka was upgraded to a series regular for season three. Because, you know, Peyton's role, now that she knows about Liv, now that she's assistant DA and she's kind of working against Stacey Boss and everything, um, as we'll see throughout the second season... It's it's a big role and it's it's an important one. Just not just only as Liv's friend, but also in the kind of grand scheme of what's happening in Seattle.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely.
1: Um and I and I gotta say too, uh, even though I'm not like a huge like again, I, I don't I don't love the housewife brain. It, some moments are pretty great, like just with like Clive's comments to her or or even with uh Liv's, you know, telling Clive like have you ever thought of a pocket square or things like that? Um, but the, uh, I just love the, the fight in the store and how, and it is kind of like how close Liv comes to like, you know, going full zombie mode in front of everybody. Like she, she's able to like cover it up, but, uh, and, and that's why the, the, the personal assistant is so scared of her at the end too. Um, but I don't know. I just think that like that fight is funny, and when it's like the guy's like, "Excuse me, miss, we're gonna be calling the police," and she's like, "I am the police, sort of." Mm-hmm. I that that scene just kind I of always. I work me- for the police. Yeah, ex- <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, it's always that. It's funny because it's always that line of like, "Well, what is live really like?" <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? Um But yeah, I mean, overall. Uh, oh, oh, god! And we got to talk about this we got to talk about the very end. I totally spaced out about the last scene with, uh, with Von Du Dude, Von du clark man, showing just how evil he really is.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, with, uh, that's, like, that's sort of, like, what I was implying. Um...
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, you were saying that before, but, like, I mean... Cause, I like, didn't, like,
0: dive in, but...
1: Well, no, yeah, because, I mean, we've obviously, we've seen him order Major to do all those, like, hits on zombies or different things like that. But this is, like, he literally is, like, brings his business associate down into, like, the lab mm-hmm. and, and has him straight up eaten. Yeah. And it's just, like, uh, it's just, it's so, pr- and Steven Weber, yet again, man, he just kills it. He's, like, oh, like, where did the doctor go? It's, oh, yeah. that's right that there he is. This is like. Yeah, dude. Um, oh my God! You evil, evil bastard! Like. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, he. It's definitely like brutal some of the stuff he does, but he makes it so like you don't. He really like it. He makes it so easy to just be like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah, like it's like you you kind of you kind of worry about how much you actually like are enjoying it. Yeah. You're right. Like, yeah, like actually, you know what? I don't mind that he did that. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Oh, and we also get like the first kind of like line and hint to that uh Gilda slash Rita's his daughter in this episode too.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: But um but yeah, I mean overall, like again, like another I I it's gonna be a recurring theme throughout season two. There's really not any episode in season two that I'm like meh on. Especially again, like if all of them have like this quality where Again, watching this one that I, I I you know like this one even more than when I originally saw it. It's a it's a really solid episode and it does does a lot of things really well. And again, it, it packs more of an emotional punch than I remember it uh, doing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm definitely with you there. Um, do either of you have any additional thoughts or other things you want to talk about with this episode? I mean, we've pretty much covered like everything I could think of. I'm sort of in the same boat as you Chris where like unfortunately no matter what um Zombie bro kind of dominates my immediate memory. Um, it's,
1: it's the cuz Zombie Zombie bro aside from the I think from the two part finale is the episode episode of season 2 that everybody everybody remembers. Yeah. Well that in the superhero episode.
2: That that one's good too.
1: Mm-hmm. One's For good obvious one. reasons because yeah. it is the CW the home of the superheroes.
2: <laughs>
1: but uh but no, when it comes to this episode, uh, I'm I'm good. I'm good for talking. But uh Sean, you got anything to add, man? Uh, I'm currently looking at some fun facts, but I don't really see too much. Uh do Yeah, it's Robbie's trying to move on from Peyton, but he gets a hug. <laughs> he gets a hug yeah well i mean and there's only really one notable quote that i've been able to find and that's from gilda slash rita does a patient man invent an energy drink (laughs) which sort of is vaughn
0: like he is the epitome of that question like Dude, that's what I can't he's wait. He's not a patient man. I can't wait. I, one of my favorite scenes ever in the show. We'll get to it, but is when he takes the supermax and starts training with Major. Oh yeah, yeah. You know yeah, yeah.
1: Actually, makes Major and his he's, personal trainer. And he's, and he's just, like,
0: just, and he's his just, his just like, he's just like, oh, he's like, he basically, he basically says something along the times so of like, why waste time? And like, he's like, I can do the full stack. It just puts like all the weight on.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and I think too, yeah, dude. It's just like, and and I also think um, th- it's kind of cool to see too. Like, Rita is like kind of slowly picking up too on like what zombies can can and can't do. Um, kind of going back to that where like she over kind of overhears Major and Liv's conversation. Mm-hmm. and i think that's another reason too besides the fact that like we already knew she kind of found major attractive the main reason she kind of you know that she seduces him is to you know she knows it's gonna cause issues with live like somewhere down the road
2: mm-hmm. and oh, she yeah. just
1: wants and she wants to cut him off completely from that relationship with her um and again major being an idiot but uh but yeah, it's uh, it's good. I well, it's all, the, it's all that it's all that utopium, man. He doesn't have too many brain cells that are active. It's, it's the utopium, and you know, I guess, girl comes in in yoga pants. What can a man do? But uh, no, I'm just I'm you can kidding, live to I'm, the
0: max, Chris.
1: Well, you know, you know, it's just like <laughs> I'm just I'm just I'm more just like joke. It's just like he's it's the CW standard. He's hot. She's hot. What do you guys think's gonna happen? Like, it's, 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 that's kind of what I meant by it. Like, it they're was, gonna like, have a very nice, happy friendship, and nothing's just, gonna happen. It just—it felt like it's, it just to me. Like, I love the scene. Don't get me wrong, but it, like, it felt like a scene out of like One Tree Hill or something, where it's just like, up, oh, yep, all right. Like, here we, here we go. Which what? I always, i know he used to be on One Tree Hill. I stopped watching before then, but. Uh... <laughs> but um, it just... It's just kind of funny. That's all. Oh, no, definitely. Yeah, it is. It's just... Uh... <laughs> I just still like... I'm, I just... I'm, I don't know. Anyway, so, yeah, that's really all I have to say about the episode. All right, well, with that... I'm really more so looking forward to the next two episodes, to be honest, because we get live singing and one of my other favorite brains... Because it's just kind of one of the silly silly brains with episode five. But that's What's next epi- week. What's episode five? Love and Basketball. Oh, okay. Got got, got it. All right. Basketball like coach brain. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I couldn't remember. I remember the country singer one, but. Which is funny Can... for all sorts of reasons, because most of my family is into country music. And it is really poking fun at that and I just <laughs> I find it absolutely hilarious. I'm a I'm a big country music fan. I don't know if we can be friends anymore.
0: No, That's, I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
1: It's all, it's all good. It's all good. I am <laughs> am very and much in
0: with the... that. This will be the last episode of I <laughs> Zombie Radio. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm guys at... <laughs> it's been a, a fun a... run. <laughs>
1: I'm announcing my leaving now, and I'll be starting my own country music podcast. Uh, I hope you all join me. Um, I, I hope y'all will join me. Anyway, uh, oh, good lord! But uh, yeah, because I'm from Philly, I can say y'all. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good week next week. And I will be sure to watch both episodes this time. Very nice, Sean. Keep up the illusion. Keep up the illusion. Ah, no, man. I'm I'm 100% honest. I gotta uh, be. <laughs> I, uh, Hence uh, why I'm downloading all the episodes from Netflix right now onto my phone. Smart. As, as, as well as Voltron Season 2, but that's a different topic for a different podcast. You gotta have priorities, man. Zombies gotta come first. The zombies gotta come first. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Oh, that's, a. Uh... Should be, should be a good week next week talking about those two.
0: I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so, I mean, with Maybe that... Maybe we'll get some news. Maybe not, we
1: won't. Who knows? Yeah,
0: right? Maybe for once we'll, uh, we'll get some news, but... I'm just... I'm excited for
1: when we get the first trailer.
0: That's... Yeah, that's... Yeah, I agree.
1: Even if it's one of those quick 20-second ones?
0: Yeah, no, I'll take anything, honestly. But I'm definitely excited. Like you said, Chris, uh, we're inching closer each day.
1: Exactly, you got to keep thinking that way. And April's a good month for TV. you got that, The Leftovers, Fargo. It's going to be a good month. Uh, Game, of th- uh, no. Game of Thrones <laughs> is in June this year. I, I know, I know. It's okay, it's The Leftovers. A bit of, bit of time after my birthday. I think like 11 days after my birthday, I want to say. There you go. Nice. I'm not sure.
0: Well, uh, well, with that, we can... Uh move on to our uh, closing segments of the show if uh, you guys are pretty much all finished with your commentary
1: yes please we're done talking I just want to make
0: sure (laughs) (laughs) I'm just
1: just, just kidding I've really I've exhausted pretty much anything I can say about the episodes except
0: that
1: Um, uh, no no idea Zombie Bros, great and Real Housewife our uh, real dead housewife of Seattle, a lot better than I remember it being. So, hell yeah. That's
0: Always great. Said. So, um, all right. Well, Chris, where can everybody find you online? What do you have going on?
1: Uh, where can people find me? Um, you guys can find me on Twitter at um, seekinger 13 uh, There you can find all my reviews I'll be posting from uh, TV Overmind. Uh, I'll be reviewing... New, I review New Girl arrow homeland and i uh supergirl um like once every other week blaze and i blaze and i take turns covering supergirl
0: mm-hmm. um
1: so uh yeah so check out my thoughts on those shows uh, i'll be reviewing iZombie zombie when it comes back in april and uh yeah and if you just want to follow me to have me tweet about random stuff too that's fine but uh <laughs> But uh, you know, movie and TV related stuff for the most part. But uh, but yeah, that's it, guys. Um, so yeah, thank you uh, as always for listening, and uh, thanks for uh, thanks for following us. And yeah, that's all I gotta say.
0: Awesome. And Sean, where can we uh, where can we stalk you at? <laughs> uh, well, I hope
1: hope it's not that because I already had so... to deal with that in my previous life. <laughs> so you, so. It... So his address is everybody. Um, <laughs> oh, good luck. Uh, get all...
0: Okay, guys, um, you can find Sean um, through my Twitter, where I will be providing uh, <laughs> daily updates on his life.
1: <laughs> you know, it's not like we live on opposite sides of the U.S. or anything. Hey. That I know of. Hex. Are you my new neighbor? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you can find my written work over at the Marvel report. I am the pop culture editor there. So you're not seeing too many posts from me, but you are seeing a lot of things from people that I have delegated articles out to. We had a lot of Funko news, a lot of other collectible news, as well as game news and animation on top of everything coming out for Legion and the upcoming Marvel shows and movies for that matter. Um, then I have another podcast as well, uh, the Geekishly Togu Podcast, which unfortunately had some technical difficulties with the most recent episode that still isn't out yet um, because my audio got bonked. So I recorded – this was back last Tuesday. I recorded the first half before iZombie and the second half after iZombie. Both of those bonked. So we rerecorded about two hours' worth of content literally two days ago. It's not as good as the original, obviously, because we had already run through a lot of the rants and the fact that the Power Rangers movie trailer came out. But you can hear my thoughts on all the other superhero shows and Power Rangers and the Japanese counterparts there. And then on Twitter, you can just hear my random ramblings about the nonsensical world as it is, at Snarky Sean. And Twitter, Twitter, Instagram... Uh, there's the Facebook page. There's, I think I have an Ask.fm. If you're ever so curious of asking me random questions that I will never see, uh, <laughs> and yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, there you have it, guys. Um, you can find me at Blaze Hopkins on Twitter. I also have uh, weekly stuff coming out at the Marvel Report and TVOverMind.com um, with uh, Supergirl and The Flash starting up. This week, um, starting to get back into it. So, look for my stuff out on those two websites and check out Chris and Sean's stuff. Um, also, don't forget to check out the DC TV Podcast Network. Ton of great shows coming out weekly. Like I said, now that uh, all the DC um, TV shows are starting to pop back up, um, lots of new content coming out there. So, check all that great stuff out.